You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 137. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 137. Ciento Trenta Y Ow! Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. Tired of this time off. <laughs> we all better get used to it. <laughs> oh, God. Here we oh, go. Pile it on. Oh, I got to hear this. This guy, look, he just wants a vacation all the time. Won't go it's to like, work. What can I do tonight? Yeah, what can I cast. do to avoid this? Well, my responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them right now. Well, um, we have been out for a few weeks and uh, most likely going to be out for another few weeks after this. Um, we'll see what we can do for, for the listeners. We appreciate y'all hanging in with us. We are coming to you with a topic on perspective today um, in which, you know, we're going to look at the different perspectives in life and, you know, seeing life through different lenses, maybe your life compared to other people's lives and you know, when you thought you had something and you didn't have it. Those kind of things are uh, are kind of coming our way down the pipe. What y'all think, fellas? Yeah, man, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, this came, this is a real-world experience topic that came up from the happenings that are going on in Hot Dog's life. So uh, that was one of the things that uh, I just said, man, it would be a good podcast topic. It would be perspective. And uh, sure enough, we just keep getting more clarity on it. <laughs> so we just had to move forward and do this as a topic. I know I always think like growing up or being in conversations and people are like, you got to put it in perspective, you know, or you got to, what's your perspective? So it's interesting how you can look at the same situation different ways. And sometimes uh, your reaction or your perspective is a learned behavior. Maybe you have to change your perspective and that can give you a different uh, outlook on the situation. So Matt had a interesting scenario recently and I look forward to getting his perspective and um, it's going to be a good topic. I'm excited. Trying to figure out my own still, Craig, but you're working on it. <laughs> Uh, before we get uh, hopping in, though, to the topic, we're going to float it over to John for the would you rather. What you got, buddy? Well, I just figured I would just stick with the uh, perspective um, kind of topic and all that kind of stuff and just pertinent to what's going on here. So would you rather lose the use of an arm or a leg for three months? <laughs> That's so good. Uh, huh? At least there's an end point, regardless. Yeah. Either way you go, three months, six months, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Three to six months. CC, you first. Oh, man. I'm going to go with just my gut initial reaction, lose the arm. I don't know. I just feel like just so much of my day requires mobility. Um. Oh, shoot. Now that I think about it, my job would be hindered significantly. I don't know. Could you do shots? Could you do the ablations Mm-mm. one-handed? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to freehand out. it. I think about, like, around the house. Right. I can walk up and down the stairs, come and go, you know, but you use one arm to brush my teeth, whatever, eat with one spoon, fork. But, the, hmm, 
Yeah, just the general answer would be lose the arm, preferably my non-dominant arm. Mm. Um, but <laughs> more that being said, <laughs> if I had my arms and not one leg, how would I? I need to get around on those too. So I know you have to be stable to do this. Th- I don't work know anyway. either of my occupation-wise. I don't know either one of them would work. Um, Sit in the chair and do it, Craig. I maybe so. Would you rather? That's a tough one. <laughs> I know, man. Taking the my job out of the push. picture, I'd say lose the arm. Okay. If I had to have to work, I'll lose a leg and figure out something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hot dog. How about you? I've thought about this a boat ton recently, um, which we'll get into this in a minute, but it looks like I'm going to lose my arm. I'm not going to lose my arm, but I'm not going to have my arm to operate, use for a while here. Um, and... I still think I'm going to stick with what I've got. Not be able to use my arm for three to six months after thinking about it a lot. Um, I think it's a different deal when you can't walk around. That's that's just a hard, hard go of it. Uh, I will say, like, I'm like, well, if I didn't have my leg and I was, like, in a cast or a boot or something, I'm still probably walking. But if I'm literally not, like, John's relative. There's crutches. I didn't think about crutches. Yeah, like, you got crutches. You can kind of get along there. But, like, I'm assuming you're trying to equate the two, so you're probably, like, in a cast or something or a boot. Yeah, not like, good use of the Yeah, you, you, have it, you, mm. have, you have limited use of it. That'd be tough not being able to walk around. I mean, it is nice. You're probably a little easier sleeping because you're laying down. Uh, I don't know, though. Sleeping on your side. Sleeping's the biggest problem I got going on right now. Um, but I would take the arm just because I would like to be mobile, move around. And once, you know, within a few weeks here, I'll be able to walk and ride a bike, uh, or come a bike as much as I want. So... Um, with that being said, I don't know. I'm not sitting in the other side of this. Hence the reason for the question, but I would take on. There you go. Okay. Well, you know, I went through, uh, an arm injury a few years back. Um, I fractured my radio head on my dominant hand. So mm. I lost my dominant arm and that was very difficult. Um, you know, I push and pull and wrestle with people all day at work. So it was pretty tough. Um, I could only do about half of what I needed to do <laughs> at work, which I only did miss one day at work. Um, but I had to get some assistance for my brother to do uh, some of the more physical things that required, you know, use of both of my arms. So it was an interesting thing uh, to go through. It was something that I would have thought that I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of the things that I ended up being able to overcome and do. Um know switched pants played tennis left-handed that's how hot dog and i met um playing tennis amazing thing that came from that (laughs) (laughs) playing tennis left-handed so it was difficult but i do i think it would be harder i I think with just the mobility aspect um not having not being able to walk around not being able to you know squat push pull on on people like i i need to do um all day whenever i'm at work so for me I would just go through the arm again, but I'm like CC, you know, if it could just be my left arm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my not not my dominant arm, that would be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a good. Would you rather, Don? It does. It does. That was right into that the was question good. here. Yeah, and really, little background. We're not going to belabor the points here too much. Um, about three weeks ago, some may have listened to the podcast last time we recorded one. I had suffered an injury playing volleyball in Gulf Shores with Alexander's family uh, to my shoulder. Honestly, at that point, I thought I was dying. Traumatic. Yep, traumatic. <laughs> Catastrophic injury. Major called, injury. <laughs> called and talked to about six people. <laughs> you know, thought thought we were in a world of trouble. And 
Turns out we were rehabbing it. It was about, I feel like, 90, 100% mobility. It was just working <laughs> on some strength. It was a very minor injury. Uh, and then about 10 days ago, we were hiking in North Carolina. And at the base of waterfalls, a little bit of running water, walking over some rocks, slipped and fell, dislocated my shoulder. Again, perspective thought I just dislocated and was going to rehab it back. And then I came back home to Lake Charles and found out that I've got a broken bone in my socket. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. And so now we're having surgery next week on Tuesday. This podcast will be coming out the day after. So, hey, there's always that, I guess. But yeah. prayers for a good recovery there. Yes. So this went from, man, I thought this was the end of the world, having my little, some sort of strain in my shoulder. Uh, everybody all hands on deck helping out with that. To now we have a break in there, and we're going to have a pretty, pretty, Good little significant surgery and gonna be on the shelf for three months for sure waiting on the bone to heal and then another three months to rehab it so and this is my writing hand eating right eat shoot a basketball left handed do a lot of other stuff right handed so we don't have that so my perspective john and i've talked about this a lot has changed quite a bit i went from thinking it was bad to it's really bad so you know it could always be worse and that's how this topic has come to be yeah, you know, I think it's going to be uh, an interesting deal, too. You know, it was something that, you know, out of the gate, the first injury, it was something that was, you know, he was pretty hyped up. He was up on a level 10 on this uh, shoulder issue. And then once he, you know, had this injury going on, obviously a lot more um, physically intense. Uh, he had to go to the hospital and have it relocated uh, or reduced. And, uh, you know, just kind of changed his perspective on some of the things that he was going through there, which... You know, from my perspective, and I'm sure probably from Craig's perspective, we were like, okay, you're going to be all right. You know, people hurt themselves with these things all the time. Um, you know, a little, you know, a little recovery, a little rest, a little uh, targeted strengthening, stabilization stuff. This is really on a scale of, you know, 10, 1 to 2 range, not, not the level 10 range. Um, so... It, it, it's that's something that I think, you know, as a, a healthcare provider doing this kind of stuff all the time, that mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it's easy for us to lose perspective on, um, you know, how it affects individuals and how, you know, it affects their daily life. Uh, so it's it's always nice to have a little refresher of that to see up close and intense how much uh, it affects people and and get reacquainted with some of those things because you know everybody's affected affected differently mm -hmm. and a lot of people are just scared and apprehensive and don't really know is it safe for me to move it is it not safe uh, that kind of thing so it's it's interesting looking at it from uh, a lay person's perspective and looking at it from you know dealing with pain dealing with people who are injured and hurt and being accustomed to dealing with that all the time what do you think cc um, i think you nailed it on the head it's so true we see people with injuries and just looking at their reaction to their injuries is such it, it varies so much because of their perspective of their injury and um you know you think about life like the scenarios you go through and life unfolds and you react a certain way and someone else reacts a certain way and everybody reacts the way they react to the situation in front of them based on these behaviors that that they've adopted and it's their personality you know hot dog here I would tend to say is a little routine oriented, very, and I'll say OCD, but very, you know, hard line. He's got his process. He's got a system. He's got his routine. And this is a major hiccup in that routine. And so the perspective is that, oh man, this is the end of the world. You know, I can't do, I can't work out. I can't run, which is, these are true facts. But at the same time, I'm going to have to cancel trips. You know, I always think about like when I was a kid, my mom, like, I don't want to eat this. Well, think about the kids in Africa. They don't get any food. Right. Okay. That's true. My perspective is, 
I got this food I don't want to eat, <laughs> you know. And then you know, you joke, Matt how are jokes, you going to get it to him anyway? How are you going to him? And Matt joked about his arm falling off. Well, maybe you know. I remember in residency, this kid in the rehab floor was, uh, I think it was skiing or kneeboarding. Sure want to hear the story to me? I don't know. <laughs> arm got hung up in the ski rope. Mm. So from the elbow down, there was no more arm. It like took it off because of this traumatic sort of event that occurred. And, um, you know, uh, in the hospital, they were obviously like, what the frick, you know, but eventually I guess they came out of it and did well long-term took time. So I guess it could always be worse. There's definitely that, but it doesn't discount the fact that it's, you know, definitely a setback. Um, but it's interesting for perspective just to kind of see how people handle perspective. And then also gives, it's a good chance for us to kind of look at how we look at things and maybe, we can change our perspective and have a different outlook on it and maybe find some positive. Yeah, I think those are all some good points. And um, it's weird. My own perspective in this situation has changed a lot. It went from, and again, super blessed. I can sit here and thank like 20 people for all the help that people have given me the last 10 days or so. But I went from thinking this was not a problem to a problem to really major problem to maybe not that bad yesterday. So I feel like... <laughs> Coming around, he's making full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, the perspective has changed a lot in 10 days. You know, knowledge does that a lot for a person, too. And it's also funny that I was mentioning this to, I think, Alexandria yesterday. The, the worst problem with all this, I'm, I'm definitely anti-getting operated on. But, yes, I do feel like I'm losing my freedom. My, man, my, my life is very come and go. Super blessed to do what I can do. Travel. Been to Highlands the last 11 months. Definitely a first world problem. Didn't make it to 12 a year. Um, working out during the daytime, driving whenever I want now, being driven places, stuck at the office this morning when we had no internet, waiting on a ride. You know, it's a totally different perspective of life on things that you absolutely take for granted. Um, but I think one thing that, that really hit me in this deal is, man, I'll say all the time, I like practicing law. Do I really love it? Um, how long do I really want to do it? What do I want to do with my life? What is my purpose in life? I think I've talked to you all a whole lot about this. And then this happened to me, and I'm like, dude, I was really happy where I was. I didn't realize how happy I was. <laughs> you know, I thought I was like, the other day, it dawned on me, I was like, I think I was really way more fulfilled than I probably thought I was fulfilled being able to do these, you know, go ride my bike at two o'clock in the afternoon if I want, or, you know, hop on an airplane to go wherever I'm going. And now it's all gone, and you sit there and you say, man, that's actually all I want back. I don't want anything else. <laughs> so my perspective, just that alone on how I look at my life is something that I'm uber thankful, always been thankful and cognizant of what I can and can't do and a lot of effort, energy to do it. But I always thought I was probably searching for more and not saying that there's not more out there and I want to do other things for sure. But it's, it's dawned on me that, man, I was like really more content or happy where I was, just where I was prior to this. Yeah, you know, I think that's interesting, and, um, you know, it's something for you, you know, it was something that maybe you were overlooking and not seeing all the all of the fruits and all of the uh, opportunities that you were having uh, or appreciating to the fullest extent, uh, and, you know, I think that happens for all of us uh, throughout our lives where we hit speed bumps, we, we hit um, roadblocks in our lives where we, we need to refocus, and you'll see things that you maybe you've taken for granted, maybe it's your wife, maybe your children, something to that extent uh, to where there's an illness or something else like that, that you look back and you're, you, you say, well, maybe I wasn't handling this or doing this as well as I could have. And it just helps you refocus and uh, maybe utilize and appreciate those things better moving forward. I think those are both 
right on the money. Um, a lot of our podcasts, we talk about talked about things like the grass is always greener and like, what is it really? And like, we're always kind of ambitious and looking for that next thing or this, this, this state in life where we've reached it, this pinnacle of fulfillment, whether that's emotional or family or career. And, um, you know, a lot of times, at least for me, there's been times where I'm, you know, God, it's all, things are going so good in a sense. Like you can have your things that you're not where you think you want to be, but they're good. Like, crap you know when is something bad gonna happen because it's gonna happen like is it gonna be an illness is it gonna be an injury is it gonna be my parents me my kids i don't know you just don't know so you know something we've talked about a lot of gratitude i know that's come in a lot of times in our podcast about you know part of our morning routines you know part of our prayers just giving gratitude for where we're at today and what we have today because like matt says snap of a finger maybe your life is gone maybe something in your life changes like a slip and fall now you got a fracture in the six month rehab process and that's going to slow down the the life that you knew didn't necessarily have to stop it see you later Emiliano. you know, I know. <laughs> hey but i think maybe you can still do stuff you know but exactly you know but you could always say it could be worse right and um doesn't make it go away doesn't make it better but you know maybe like you said puts things in perspective which maybe is a good a good thing it does and i think that's true something i have i have thought a lot about is you know um, two things. One, there is people like Hal Elrod, who our buddy John and I read the book, and I, I still listen to his podcast. You know, hit major car accident, told would never walk again, is walking, but gone through so many life issues. You know, Alex Smith, football player, seventeen leg surgeries, made his way back. You know, definitely people, you know, are dying really as we speak somewhere in the world. Is definitely a way that you can look at, you know, a different perspective than you. Um, wouldn't otherwise have. And then the second thing is, you know, it could be worse. Like Greg's saying, second thing, you know, God willing, we make it out to the other side here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, because I, I do personal injury law, every one of my surgical cases, for sure, especially shoulder, are about to be argued for way more money. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's funny, but I mean... What? Change your perspective exactly. on Exactly. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And wow. look, I heard this from a doctor the other day. A lot of doctors don't, haven't got operated on or haven't, you know, had surgery themselves. Same thing. A lot of lawyers ain't been through, the, been through a car wreck or been through a significant injury. So you can't... Yes, you can look at quantum. You can look at research. You can look at data. You can look at case law. Whatever you want to say. But until you've been through the shoes, it's a different perspective. So I think this is going to change my perspective drastically. I, yeah, I can't wait to see Matt in court and put up. I'll put these pictures up. Exhibit A, sir, or your honor. See that shoulder? That's my shoulder. <laughs> and let me tell you what this felt like. <laughs> let me tell you what I went through. I can see it. Yeah, from a mental, physical, whatever perspective uh, uh, you want to look at, it's just different when you've been through something. And everybody listening to has been through something that's, that's unique to yourself. But I think it is a big difference once you can walk through the shoes but that's some that's one glimmer of positivity that i am finding out of this i'm like you know what i'm now going to really be able to relate on another way i love relating to people but relate to people in a different way yeah that was something that uh, i had the opportunity to treat um someone who practiced defense law had deposed me um uh, maybe even in court uh cross-examined me on my treatment that kind of stuff and it was it was really comical because it was the kind of things that the normal activities that you should be able to go around in your life and be able to accomplish without any difficulty, they kept having reoccurring issues with this. And they would come in, they'd be like, I oh, know, they are giving me mm -hmm. a hard time in deposition or whatever about talking about the patient's care and having reoccurring problems and why it would, would occur. And it was 
almost exactly along the same lines of how it was, you know, addressed um, in that. So it was something that I thought really funny just because it was a drastic change in uh, their perspective on is this person hurt? How are they hurt? How much is this affecting their daily mm-hmm. life? So it was just ironic and super comical. Um, you know, we got along great. So it was, it was, I've seen that in action. Yep. <laughs> so. so you have a shoulder pain, call McLaughlin Law. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you'll be well represented. What are y'all's thoughts? I guess this is a good thing to kind of, as we kind of wind down, um, just the daily things that throw us a curveball. Maybe they're not as major, but our perspective on those, and maybe we can do some things to sort of change our outlook on on what we're really seeing. And I, I've used this reference before, but it was um, you have a spouse; they're at home at night, and you're supposed to go, you know, to dinner, and they're 20 minutes late, and you know, one spouse, like let's say this is the same person, all right, spouse is coming home, they're late. One person might be like. Why are they late? Always late. Think of themselves. They knew we had a. They knew we had this thing. You know, one person's going to react that way. One person might say, "Oh my gosh, they're late. I hope they're not injured. What if they got an accident? You know, oh my gosh, I should call them and find out what's going on." So you have this person, same scenario. One will react with this sort of like angry, you know, response, and one's going to have this sort of caring response. And that perspective, you know, that may be who they are, but what can we do individually to sort of change how we look at things and? You know, do we look at it through sort of an optimistic, healthy filter or a more pessimistic filter? I remember my boy Tony, one of our conferences, <laughs> he was talking about how, you know, he has all these employees, he's got all these companies and employees and, you know, always was very reactive to these things that didn't go his way. Angry, frustrated. It just created this sense of just, it just created who he was that whole day. It made him feel bad, angry, mad. So he started changing his perspective and the way he handles situations. And you never forget, he said somebody, uh, and as they're going through the books and made some errors and they lost six figures, say a hundred something thousand dollars because of a screw up. And he said, normally he would be just, are you crazy? You idiot. And he said, he started changing things to making things interesting. So his response was, wow, that's very interesting. That's very 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 interesting that you lost a hundred thousand dollars like i can't that's just amazing and like tried to make it fun and playful in a sort of like creative way even though he inside he wanted to go nuts (laughs) um and it was you know just his lesson in this whole thing was just you know even in bad scenarios can you change your outlook and make it more sort of playful and fun and um even though your insides are telling you to go nuts and then maybe your outcome and the way you handle it and the people around you might be a little better. I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Yeah, I think it's a good thought. And I think it's also, I mean, easier said than done. You know, mm-hmm. when it's not going right on the daily, it's just kind of part of the Lord's plan. I think we all hear that, know that, but it's still easier to, to hear than to actually deal with when you're going through something. And so I think I think it's good to just try to surrender to whatever's in front of you. That's John saw me today and was like, man, you're looking not your best hot dog. Uh, <laughs> no. And I had already been told that once today. <laughs> Uh, but I think the problem is I'm, I'm pretty much surrendered to the situation. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready. Let's just go get this done. We've gone to Houston and back, imaging, whatever. Um, eventually, you just you can try to do it all yourself, but you're gonna have to surrender to God and surrender to the, you know, people you have in your life and and let it go from there. Yeah, I agree. That's a great point because the uh, perspective, God's perspective for us is, we're here to um, spend a very short time on this earth and his perspective is he wants us to go home. Um, so mm-hmm. we need to hopefully live a life worthy enough to get there. 
All right, guys. Uh, I've enjoyed the topic here. I, I think it is a good one. Uh, it definitely applies in my life, I'm sure. All of our lives to some degree. So it was a good little chat. But before we shut it down, we're going to flip it over to CC, who's going to take the what made you hit the gas or pump the brakes. What you got, Craig? Man, we've been hitting some gas lately. Um, couple, couple, couple nice little trips. We took off for a little week vacation in Jamaica. So I got to have some jerk chicken and yes. some blue water, and the family went. It was awesome. Uh, just a good little family celebration. My chickens are all sweet. They're not jerks. Hey, <laughs> Steve it does not have jerk chickens. <laughs> They're sweet chickens. And it was kind of a good last little minute trip before we moved my middle daughter to Ole Miss. So we're taking the road trip. Another one's going to college. And, you know, so kind of it's kind of a dual hit the brakes. It's every time you have one of these major um, life changes, you hit the brakes and put life into perspective the fact that you know this is one of your children who's grown up with you at your hip since they were born and there's a day where they might choose to go off to college and you know take that leap and I've gone through it once so I've gotten through that but it doesn't make it any easier it doesn't mean I haven't had my emotional moments because you have your own memories and your own special things with each child and so it's another transition in life so here we are hitting brakes as we get ready to hit the gas and take a road trip to start our first semester and um yeah, man, it's been pretty awesome. Outstanding, CC. Absolutely. Yeah. We wish Allie all the best. Uh, you know, she's helped with the podcast a lot back in the day. So we're interesting to hear about her uh, her new doors that are going to be opening for her. And, guys, before we do shut it down, we are not really sure. The state of the podcast is something I've said a long time. God, if I go out, what is going to happen? <laughs> you know, that has happened. So I guess for the listeners, this is really a good good opportunity for John and or Craig to learn how to work the podcast equipment. Um, so I can just show up, you know, because I'm going to be a little, uh, you know, unoperable on the left side for a while here. Well, just we, show up. We did learn that he can press record with the right arm now. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't need his left arm to do it. This. So. He's got, he, you see, I was still making excuses, but you would think with all I got going on, I could just show up in the chair and, and you know, talk. Um, so we might have to, for sure, next week, uh, we'll try to maybe play another guest or two for y'all. Um the next couple of weeks, but hopefully we won't be out too long. And um, until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?